0: Hello, friends. Have you noticed how much podcasts have grown in popularity over the past few years? We definitely have, and it's insane. We have an opportunity for your business to take advantage of the exponential growth of our podcast by advertising with us. We've been riding the podcast growth wave for a few years now, and we want you to take advantage of this, too. We have unbeatable pricing and advertising packages. And we work with you on an individual basis to produce the most effective ad possible for our audience. If you would like to advertise with Forbidden Knowledge News, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. We look forward to all our new partnerships. Welcome back to Beyond Classified. I'm Chris Matthew. Today my guest is Ryder Lee. He is a truth seeker, knowledge guardian, and spiritual educator. He uses real-world experiences to educate and elevate others to awaken, question their reality, and expand their consciousness. He is host and creator of Raised by Giants, where he interviews others from all backgrounds about their spiritual awakening to bring people different perspectives of what's going on in the world on an individual and collective level. Ryder, welcome back. How are you doing?
1: Doing great, Chris. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Let's get weird. Let's get freaky. Let's talk about all the stuff. Let's let's get it.
0: Yes, we always get weird and freaky, brother. Now, today is probably gonna be more important conversation than most. I thought we could discuss the future of humanity. I think we've reached a critical point in our modern history where we're being divided more than ever into this kind of right-left paradigm, as well as the technocratic transhuman timeline agendas. Uh, I can't imagine waking up right now during these times, just being becoming aware of these things. Things have progressed much quicker than most of us thought and I think it's time for us to make some preemptive moves as far as our future and our own livelihood. Now, did you see things progressing as quickly as they have, say, back in 2020 when all the shenanigans started?
1: Absolutely, uh, I did. And I was one of the uh, the first people that, that came out and said that this whole thing was a huge hoax, and that it was just the, the common cold and the common flu. Now, I didn't have any pre warned information about it. I didn't know that that's how that they were doing it, you know, but there's been people speaking about this, uh, this enslavement. And what they want to do with the new world order and get everybody, you know, into these uh, smart cities, this uh, Agenda 21. I mean, they've had that, that Agenda 21 Sustainable Development Plan for, for years now. They've been doing that. They, that's been a, a public domain thing. So... I didn't know that it was going to go exactly the way that it did, but as soon as I I seen them, that they were hitting with the virus, we got all that propaganda from China, the people dying in the middle of the street and passing out and all that bullshit nonsense. I knew that that's exactly what they were doing and that they wanted to push this vaccine because they, they have to come in and it's the only way to collapse the entire system is they have to blame it on something that is non identifiable, right? We can't identify a virus. A virus is spooky. It's out there. It's a boogity boo. It's all around you, you know, and they've tricked people into believing that just living your life, you have the chance of infecting someone or getting sick or doing your everyday normal stuff that you could possibly die or that you could possibly kill someone else. That was just the, 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 in your face, way of uh you know bringing the whole thing down and before that it was more of a subversion they were doing it all behind the shadows you know it wasn't so much in our face and this is the first huge in your face moment that that they've done and it's just uh you know step one and everything to come after is to is to cover up the fact that the majority of the population lost their mind over this uh this whole virus stuff you know, and wasted two years of their life. And they shut down their businesses and they stopped visiting their parents. They stopped visiting the grandparents. They couldn't go to hospitals. Like, you know, uh, people that were pregnant during the time, like their 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 spouse wasn't able to go to the hospital to see their kid being born, you know, and they're, and it's a, it's a blame game and everything that, that comes after, like the The whole war in Ukraine and Russia and the Johnny Depp trial and the Will Smith slap and, you know, everything that we're seeing, you know, now is all a distraction. You know, the the mass shootings, you know, it's all just to distract you away from the fact that you just, the majority of the population just wasted uh, two years of their life for absolutely nothing.
0: Now, what do you think about uh, people's reactions? What have you learned about uh, human nature and the majority's kind of conscious reaction and feelings to the to way things have happened? For me, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of some people, but for most, it just shows how, how brainwashed people have become and how far gone most people are and that they would obey anything daddy government tells them. Um, I did start having more hope recently as, you know, they made more mistakes up top and people started questioning more that people did start waking up more. But I also wonder, is it too late now? You know, how far... Should people have to be uh, ready for these for these kind of events that are about to happen? And uh, how do you feel about the reaction so far? Be- you know, from your colleagues, friends, and people around the planet.
1: I think that the biggest reaction is negative reaction is online, right? Uh, that's where the <laughs> the majority of the nonsense it really is. And then when you step outside of the the online from social media and stuff, like if we're talking, you know, individual, like if I'm talking to somebody on the street, you know, they're not like they are online. They're more sensible, and they're willing to actually, you know, talk about that. But the the social just, justice warrior stuff on. Online is just completely ridiculous, you know, and I don't believe that half the people that are saying the things that they do really even believe them, you know, they're just going along with the majority of the population but right now they really are blowing their load I think that they are moving way too fast with the agendas and the things that they want to do but they they tend to tell you everything that they're going to do whether it's you know we've talked about the the movies and the tv shows and all that you know the predictive programming behind that a lot in our previous shows but they tell you in other ways other covert ways and a lot of times it's just 100 percent straightforward and I actually have a clip right here um talking about the the monetary system and what they're going to do with the monetary system, because it's going to collapse. It's going to implode. Now, again, I don't know when that's going to be. We've been in trillions of dollars of debt, you know, and it can't sustain itself. And I believe that a lot of our problems has stemmed from this um, banking cartel fractional reserve uh, monetary system that we've had. Um and they want to get rid of it. They they want to completely collapse it. And, and it's kept us from being able to evolve consciously and look into these different topics because people just don't have time, right? They're too busy working and they're too busy providing for their family. And that's why we have, you know, a lot of shitty jobs that nobody wants to do. They only do them because they have to do them, right? But uh, I'm going to show this uh, clip of this gentleman talking about the a monetary system and what they're planning on doing is really interesting.
0: Yeah, something else we've seen is people's true colors lately. Uh, you know, whether they are on a certain camp, we're seeing what deep down inside people are made of right now, and that's very important to find out.
1: Rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system that may affect the international role of the dollar in the future. Most major economies already have or are in the process of developing instant 24 seven payments. Our own FedNow service will be coming online in 2023. And in light of the tremendous crypto assets and stable coins, we are examining whether a US central bank digital currency would improve upon what is an already safe and efficient domestic payment system. Our, as our white paper on this topic notes, a US CBDC could also potentially help maintain the dollar's international standing. So basically what that clip is saying and that gentleman uh, from the Federal Reserve is saying is that the dollar is losing value and they have to do something different. And he's talking about a a digital backed blockchain uh, cryptocurrency that they're working on at the end of uh, 2023. And I've heard several other people talk about this is when they are the banks are going to transition from out of the dollar, out of that being our uh, or Federal Reserve money uh, into a crypto kind of currency. And some people think that that's going to be XRP and uh, some other um, uh, cryptocurrency backing system. But th- that's the thing is, is they're for sure going to switch that up. And and in order for them to switch that up, they just can't do it right off the rip because it's going to create too much opposition. Too many people are locked in to the dollar. And they think that by changing that, that it's that it's a bad thing. And what they're really, they're not realizing that that the dollar has been an enslavement upon, you know, people, even the people in the conspiracy community, you know, think that, you know, oh, they want to get rid of the dollar. They, they want to Take us to this other kind of currency. Well, that's the best thing for us, honestly, to get us out of the out from under the thumb of the the financial reserve banking cartel, the fractional reserve banking cartel that's that's held us in, in under his thumb under slavery for decades now, you know, and I, I think they, you know, but but the problem is, is they're they're going to collapse it and that's going to create a lot of chaos Right? Because people aren't going to know what to do. They're still going to have their money, but they're not going to be able to buy anything with it because the dollar is going to basically lose its value. There isn't going to be any value to the dollar. And it's going to be a while until they transition into that, into that new system. And we're going to be left in limbo for a couple of months or maybe even a, a year or so. But And it's going to be really hectic for people. And that's where a lot of the chaos is going to stem from. And uh, the, the Department of uh, Homeland Security actually issued a, a national terrorism bulletin uh, on June 6th, uh, which I can show that to you uh, here as well. Uh, don't have the ability to share the screen. Yeah,
0: I'm going to give you the ability to do that real quick. Yeah, people that uh, have their heads in the sand about this stuff right now are going to have a rude awakening. They probably already are when they're looking at the prices of things
1: right? It's, it's continuously going up. They're hitting us with super hyper inflation. And that's when they keep going up and keep going up until people basically break. You know, they want everyone on their knees and it's going to keep going and keep going and keep going until you're going to the store and you're paying $20 for a gallon of milk and $30 for a loaf of bread. And then, you know, and then the, the whole uh, the supply chain is going to get worse. There's Not only is there going to be less of it in the stores, but it's going to be double the amount of price. I mean, inflation has been the highest that's ever been in the history of the country. Gas is the highest that it's ever been. It's not going to go back down. And some people think that, oh, well, yeah, we've seen this before. And then it levels out and evens out. No, that's not, that's not a part of the agenda. They want to completely price everybody out of the system so that they can eventually uh, collapse the dollar. And I think that that's coming uh, sooner than later within the next five years. It's uh, it's we're no longer going to have the dollar. It's going to be completely gone. But uh, I'm going to share the screen and show you this uh, this terrorism uh, bulletin right here that was posted on uh, June seventh, twenty twenty two at nine a.m. Which is the summary of the terrorism threat to the United States. The United States remains in its heightened threat environment, as noted in a previous bulletin. The several recent attacks have highlighted the domestic and complex nature of the threat involving involvement in the coming months we expect the threat which how would they know how would they know in the coming months that there's going to be this super high threat that they would need to that the national guard would need to get involved the only way they would know is if they're manufacturing it, right we know this everyone knows this is watching this show watching the show and become more dramatic as several high profile events could be exploited to justify acts of violence against the a range of possible targets these targets could include public gatherings faith-based institutions school radical and religious minorities government facilities and personal u.s uh, critical infrastructure the media and perceived I- ideological opponents right and That's the way that it's done. Right. And they get everyone divided on a topic, which, you know, we've just recently seen the overturning of uh, Roe versus Wade. They brought that back down and brought it to a state level, which it should be a state level. But if you look up all the articles online about the overturning of Roe versus Wade, all of them say that abortion has been banned. Right. And none of them say, oh, it's just been brought down to a state level. And some states are going to be banning it. And other states aren't going to be banning it. They're they're keeping their, their previous uh you know position on abortion. But that's how easily these events are manipulated. And I'm sure everybody in other countries, uh, that's where I've seen a lot of the, the majority of the outrage, which we've seen some protests and stuff here in the United States surrounding it but a lot of people in other countries that are researching it think that we've outright banned abortion in the United States. You can't get an abortion anywhere in any state, right? And that's how easily and controlled the information can be. They they can literally make something that's not real be real, you know, just by not even, you know, reporting on it, you know, and and it's to divide us to get people on one extreme side or the other extreme side, right? And I think that right now, and the way that things are going is, it's going to move so far in the right direction that it's going to completely implode. Because they've been, because no matter the way that you look at it, America and the United States is a is a conservative uh, country. Like that's mostly where uh, you know a lot of our roots and our foundation is is in nationalism. And in in the conservative side, they've only really been propping up the left and the democratic side in the in the past twenty years, you know. And they've artificially inflated it to make it seem like it's bigger than what it is. So then the 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 right and the republican and the conservative side can uh, you know basically fight and be used to implode the entire thing to bring everything down and that's exactly what i think is going to happen in the election in 2024 that's what trump's whole um campaign is going to be about it's going to be about oh yeah uh, these people what about the vaccines they wanted they they screwed everything up they're making your children you know be trans you know they're they're doing all this stuff. They're, uh, you know, gas prices has never been higher. It's all been because of Biden. It's because of the left. Uh, inflation has been completely ridiculous. And it's going to get everybody hyped for some kind of change, right? Because everybody wants change. Everyone wants hope, right? Everyone thought that Obama was uh, going to be the savior uh, of everything, and we've seen, you know, how that went. He was just all talk and no action, right? And it's going to get everyone all hyped for someone to come back in and actually change things, right? And when they don't get it again, because they're not going to get it again, right? Whenever Trump loses again in the 2024 election, because he's basically the only one that can run, right? They don't have anybody else left on that side that could uh, drum up any kind of amount of votes, right? Right. So they're going to use Trump again. And then it's going to be this whole campaign and his entire campaign is going to get the United States in a big, huge uproar. And they're all going to be thinking there's no possible way that Trump can lose again. You know, the majority of the population on the conservative side don't even believe that he really lost in 2020. Right. And Biden's rating has never been lower. He's been the least of uh, approved president in probably the the history of the United States, you know, and it's going to get everybody all in an uproar about oh yeah we need change we need this and there's no way that uh, you know Trump can possibly lose this time. Look at all the people that are all at his campaign and at his rallies and everything. And then when he doesn't get it again, that's when it's going to go down. And there's going to be a. uprising of the people, I think, and that's going to be the start of the collapse of uh, the government and pretty much our society.
0: We love Ascent Nutrition. Ascent Nutrition was founded by my good friend, Lance Shuttler, and it's making a huge difference in this community. They have a new product that is sweeping the nation, pine pollen. Last year, several prominent scientists started speaking out about the power of pine trees and the benefits they can offer us. Ascent Nutrition offers raw, wild-crafted pine pollen. Pine pollen contains 200 nutrients in it, making it a true superfood. It's nature's highest source of phytohormones, which support hormone and libido health for men and women. Pine Pollen also supports brain health, detoxification, as well as many facets of cardiovascular health. Their Pine Pollen is selling fast. It's literally flying off the shelves. Ascent Nutrition is on a mission of offering deeply transformative and helpful nutrients to as many people as possible to help bring about a great collective shift in human consciousness and human health. To order your pine pollen supply and check out everything Ascent Nutrition has to offer, use the link in the description or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very its complicated, actually. Okay, actually. It's its not it's so not much so a, pyramid a pyramid structure. structure. Uh, can okay. you mute? The, um... What we're looking at here is like I, I talked with Charlie about the other day. Unfortunately, you can't go with either side. You can't go fully right. You can't go fully left. They're both fully controlled by elite factions, uh, a Babylonian death cult, and what we'd like to say is the Fourth Reich, each you know, far-right extremist and far-left extremist, each with their own uh, idea of where they want humanity to go but uh, both want humanity to – to be basically enslaved underneath them, Uh, whether they want depopulation or this technocratic society. Each side is completely controlled when you look at the left-right paradigm. By psychopaths, and you can't go with either side uh, because you're going to be led in the wrong direction either way. That's why you got to look at you know the middle path in both issues. You got to look at you know what makes sense to you on both sides because both sides are fully, fully controlled right now, and I think they are trying to divide us and send us to a a wide right-wing swing to where people are, uh, you know, ready to be up in arms and, you know, shoot anybody on the left or we're going to have, like, this Civil War-type unrest thing going on, and I think that's desired. But I don't think that it's going to happen because I think that – I don't want to say the right is already the majority, but people that are leaning that direction that I think uh, have common sense and have uh, critical thinking skills are the majority – And whether they're right or left, I think that that is going to cause problems for this division tactics that they're attempting to to pull on us because I think most people – are hip to both sides' agendas at this point, I would hope, man, because both sides have been just throwing them out there as hard as they can. And we we've seen the the disgusting and psychopathy and the agendas coming from both sides, and neither one of those is a good future that I would want to pick, that I would want to be on. So uh, you know, do you think that with all this the division and everything else that it's going to make a difference with if we are the majority. And do you think we are the majority be behind the scenes, at least uh, people that are crit free thinkers and critical thinkers and uh, are reasonable?
1: I think so to a degree. And the way that I view the two sides, right. Is they're fighting for their perspective and whether that perspective is right or not. It's like, they're so like, uh, I hope my team wins so my point of view can be forced upon the other half of the nation uh, that necessarily doesn't want it or I'll get angry and there will be a lot of outrage, right? So that's how I really view the the two sides of uh, the, the right and the left area of this. And neither one serves the best interest. We've been locked into this duality and polarity and it's been split uh, within the the right and left uh, it's manifested from our our spiritual reality and our environment here and then it's spread out into the the physical world and that's the the splitting of the the left side of of us which uh, left side of our Kundalini the left side which is the the blue side is depicted as a you know a blue serpent and then the right side of us which is, uh, the red side, which is the, the right side of our spiritual kundalini, which is depicted as red, you know, it's just manifested into our reality um, from our spiritual uh, polarity and spiritual duality here. And I think that the best way to be is right down the center path, like I've spoken about several times on my show, right? You take the, the center path, you take the rod of the kundalini. Uh, because it's right in the middle, and it can differ on either side, you know, and I don't think people really realize how the the dark and the light works here in this reality right the They both work in tandem here the the dark and light work together here to create this three d physical reality. And the dark's role is to test you here. The dark's role is to dangle dark carrots in front of you to see if you're going to bite, right? And then the light's role is to see uh, what how much love and compassion you bring to a situation that uh, where you're suffering and, or you're in pain, right? But what people don't realize is the light also test you in that regard. The light tests you in a way uh, to see how much love and compassion you are going to give somebody else before you give yourself, right? And they they work both, the, both in the exact same way. And that's, you know, a lot of times people think that, oh, it's the dark side that's testing me. It's these it's the archonic forces, it's the reptilians, and blah, 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 when it might not necessarily be, it might actually be the light side, that's, uh, that's testing you to see which way you're going to go, and how much love and compassion that you're going to bring to your suffering, you know, and I think that that's a really interesting way to do that, and uh, Michael Lee Hill talks about that a lot, and How, you know, the the, the duality and the polarity that's set up here is to um, make it to where we can actually live in this 3D physical reality. Because if we didn't have the suffering, the pain, and the anguish, then we would no longer exist. And through that suffering, pain, and anguish, we get to experience pleasure, love, uh, and joy right it's uh it's a duality it's the it's the yin yin and the yang you know you have to have one side to to have the other and if one is outweighed or one is taken away then you don't even the the other one is taken away too so I don't know if that's, uh, if that makes any sense. or Yeah, or not.
0: and I want to I get to more of the spiritual and metaphysical aspects here in a minute, but I do want to address something, and I think it's important for people to understand what we're about to talk about is there's really no going back to a world we used to know pre-2020. Uh, we'll never know the prices that we used to. I don't think we'll ever see gas prices like we used to. I think we're going to start to see a world rapidly change and become far different than we've ever seen before in, a, in our whole history, uh, at least modern history. So people need to be prepared for this, and I think there's this illusion that we're going back to normal somehow, that we're going to go back to the good old days, a good good old gas prices of a couple of dollars a gallon, and I think this this is a grand illusion that's not be not only being put forward towards uh, by the media and Hollywood and everything else, but by, by even. You know, people, your friends, your peers, they have this, they keep telling themselves, we're going back to normal, everything's going to be fine. Oh, this is just temporary, these grocery prices, and it's not. It's just going to get worse if you just look at it logically and you put all the pieces together. There's no way that we would ever go back to anything that resembles what we used to know as a normal society, right?
1: Absolutely. And that's the thing is like, was that normal society really that normal? Was it really that good that we want to return back to it? I think that oh, the only no. people, I think the only people that it was good for was the, the people that were the, that were benefiting from the system. Right. And the ones that were, that, that had a lot of money and didn't really want to look into, you know, uh, they just wanted to go along with everything because their life was actually good, but if you look at the lower percentage of the population the the middle class and the the lower middle class and the the poor the poorer neighborhoods and the and the poorer people of the world, I don't think that they thought that that was a very good way of life back whenever people thought that everything was Normal, right? We still had all these problems, right? Homelessness was still huge. You know, there were still people starving on the planet. You know, there were still people working really shitty, shitty jobs. There was people on unemployment. There was people on uh, government assistance. You know, like really, nothing has changed. It's just become more apparent what they're doing. You know, it's, it's more in our face now. Right. And I, I don't we need something different. We need something that's uh, beneficial for everyone. And I think that that's what we're going to get. It's just going to be a really, really slow collapse. And they, they unfortunately, some people are going to have to die. And that's just the way that it is. And that's just me bring, being brutally 100 percent honest. And that's not me agreeing with their agenda. That's just what Really has to happen. And that's what they, that's their plan, right? Is to eliminate a, a large portion of the population. And whether that's for actually for our benefit or as for our negative, uh, then, you know, I don't really know. You know, there's different perspectives that you can look at all this stuff from, right? All the thoughts, ideas, and beliefs that we have is only applicable to our, us being in this 3D physical reality. Right. If you look at it from higher levels, which we—it's hard for us to look at it from a higher spiritual level because we're locked in to here to this 3D physical world. But I guarantee, I promise you, all the things that you think matter here don't matter in other levels of reality. They are far less significant. Uh, the further that you go up in the the um, in, into other dimensions and other levels of reality. The only reason that these problems and these issues exist, and we think that they're a problem here, is because we're in it. We're in this 3D, physical, tangible world. So therefore, the only thing that we know is this 3D, physical, tangible world. And it's hard for us to see outside of that. Because again, we're, we're locked into this perception and the only other perceptions that we have are based off of what we know here. And 95% of what we know has been told to us by somebody else. Our information is always given to us from somebody else. right? There's very few people that actually get information uh, that has not been told to them By uh, an authority figure, by the news, by the media, by social media, by talking to them. But that's how we expand our thoughts and our ideas here is sharing it with other people, right, to expand our consciousness and expand our reality. But I'm telling you, everything that happens here does not matter on higher levels of reality. The stuff that we're dealing with here is, is basically child's play. You know, and higher dimensional beings that exist out there, whether they be spiritual, whether they be uh, some kind of uh, interdimensional race, uh, you know, ETs or whatever they might be, spiritual entities, consciousness entities, this is nothing to them. This shit doesn't matter. You know, they're, they're not concerned with anything that's happening here you know and they they look at this place as a as a playground uh for experience right and that's the way that we should be looking at it too is we're just here for the experience we're here to experience this 3d physical reality and everything that it has to offer anything else has does not matter you're right it, it doesn't
0: You can turn this into an extreme kind of stranger example and bring that within the Matrix, that example, as to there are individuals in what we consider uh, the enemy and um, evil people who are here to play their roles. But not only that, they're here for their experience in the Matrix. Uh, You know, if they are indeed another soul that are on their own soul journey in this uh, type of reality that we're in. And... They have to have their own type of experience. Maybe it's their growing experience to be a psychopath and an evil person to reach their next level, or maybe they're actually just part of our experience. Maybe they're just part of our individual learning experience here on this planet, and that's what their role to play is. There's so many different ways you could look at it, uh, but you can't get caught up in – the, the, the kind of macro side of it, you have to, you know, there's so many ways to explore what we're doing here and the nature of our, our reality, good and evil. Uh, if, if a person here is, is you know, supposed to be doing something or if they're actually good or actually evil, uh, it's all about, I believe, you know, our perception of things and our own individual experiences, and it's for our own growth, and it makes me wonder if what we consider psychopaths or the people, these elites in charge, or they're on their own journey and they're on their maybe the bottom level of their spiritual growth. I don't know. There's so much to consider when you're looking at the deeper levels of this stuff.
1: Absolutely. I think that even the, the the dark side, the evil, they all have their roles here. It's like I was talking about that they work in they work in tandem here. They feed off of each other. You know, they're they're actually best friends. Right. It's only perceived here that they're separate because, again, we're 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 brought in here by a set of rules, right? And we're told by our parents that this is the way that it is, and, and our friends, and we're giving the given these guidelines of how we're supposed to act and obey and, and do things, right? That, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way to do these things this is just the accepted way this is what's been given to us right we've we learned right and wrong even though right and wrong might not even be a thing the only reason that right and wrong i believe even exist is because of the religious institutions and the in the 10 commandments right we we've gotten so far deep into this to this right and wrong thing that it's difficult for for people to even live their lives and, and do what they want to do and of course i'm not saying that you can go out here and shoot somebody in the face and not have any repercussions of course you're going to have repercussions don't go out and hurt anyone or harm anyone or damage or steal their property right but that's the that's the um, universal law and the natural law of this aspect is as long as you're not hurting anyone physically damaging or stealing their property you should be able to do whatever it is that you want right there are no other rules outside of that right and any other rules that is that has been implemented outside of that uh, has falsely been imposed upon us right through laws and saying that you know it's uh it's it's bad to do this. It's wrong to do that. That's just a perception of people in this reality, right? That, that's locked them in to this certain way of living. And it doesn't mean that it's that it's right or that it's correct. It's just the way that, that we've been operating here. Things should flow so much easier, right? We shouldn't have all this guilt and all this baggage that we've accumulated over our lifetimes and in our past lives. If you, uh, you know, believe in past lives, and, and stuff like that, you know, the, all the karma and all the bad stuff that's been generated has been done to ourselves, right. Through guilt and shame, right. And we hold on to that guilt and shame and it wrecks and destroys not only our, our physical body, but destroys our, our, our mental state. It destroys our emotional state, uh, it traumatizes us. And then, you know makes it difficult, more difficult for us to move on once we've passed on in this three uh, d physical body because we're rooted here, We're locked in to the the guilt, the shame, and the trauma. And I think that that's what uh, you know your experiences have shown you too, Chris, with your your contact experiences, you know has shown you to to get rid of this guilt and this shame and this trauma. Right? because that's baggage that's holding you down individually on an individual level and is just destroying your your consciousness. And it's making it to where you can't experience this life to the fullest the way that it's meant to be experienced.
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and the more I think about it, there is evidence that we might have been, that this matrix, whatever we're experiencing right now, may have been infiltrated by another nefarious Life form or or something like that, maybe some kind of AI, maybe some kind of entity, some some kind of spiritual entity may have uh, hijacked our reality here and made it even harder for us to kind of realize what we are and what we're doing here. There's evidence of this, you know, because our ancient past has been reset so many times. There's evidence that we were much more advanced spiritually in consciousness, and we had much more different uh, wonderful abilities for construction and even uh, communication and psychic abilities, and that this has all been kind of hindered within the last few hundred years. And that makes me wonder, have we been hijacked in some way, with our matrix inside of another matrix by some type of dark entity. Uh, That's always something that you have to consider, considering all the changes we've undergone uh, as humans just in the past couple hundred years to our negative, to our detriment.
1: Absolutely. Robert Stanley uh, talked about this, how back in ancient history, uh, Inky, um, Inky and Enlil, you know, the Sumerian uh, gods, uh, Inky decided to go to this uh, forbidden off limits zone and that was in the universe. Right. And the, the forbidden off limits zone was forbidden and off limits f- for a reason because it, it hosted these, uh, these dark uh, malevolent kinds of entities. And he, when he went there, he basically got infiltrated with these uh, archonic beings. And whenever he came back, that's what released uh, these uh, parasite archonic energy sucking vampires into our reality. And it makes sense because a lot of people think that uh, Inky went uh, a little crazy and like off the rails. And then Inky is also referred to as, you know, Satan or or Lucifer as well in the Bible. And then that gets into how, uh, you know, Inky was really the serpent in the Garden of Eden. And he brought the knowledge to Adam and Eve uh, from the archons, right? And then that's what you know, kicked them out of the garden into this uh, 3D physical reality. Robert Stanley also talks about this, how it, it wasn't necessarily an apple that, um, that Adam and Eve ate, that it uh, was actually a, a baby. It was actually a... Um, a legitimate physical child that Adam and Eve ate because they couldn't figure out how to get it to um, stop crying. And they had never encountered a, uh, a child before in the garden. And uh, Lucifer, which is, uh, you know, can be referred to as Inky, was the one that brought them this child. And then that's where the, the cannibalistic nature of these entities uh, here on this planet uh, has come from, has gone all the way back from Adam and Eve.
0: Man, that's, that's insane. That's I've never heard that take on it. Uh, but it would make a lot of sense, especially when you look at the levels of psychopathy, the behaviors that we see in elite factions, the um, occult practices, and when especially the, the, the sick things that they do when it comes to young children. Uh, this all leads back to what I had alluded to earlier is this ancient Babylonian death cult, That they have had these practices, but it seems that once, some point in our history, maybe we overcame that and we were doing better and it came back. Uh, We have been completely infiltrated as humans as far as our spirituality goes. Uh, We have no idea what we are as spiritual beings according to uh, mainstream history and mainstream religions and the Abrahamic religions. It's all muddled and confused and it's done intentionally and that has been done in the past, you know, I could say a thousand years, I could say more. I have no idea how long we've been infiltrated by this kind of parasitic type of Abrahamic religion uh prison that we're in uh to keep people from seeing the truth, but there are gatekeepers. There are individuals, high-level gatekeepers that want to keep this system going. And, you know, it makes me wonder at the top the gatekeepers have to be answering to somebody. You know, and that's where we get to. The possibility of either interdimensional beings or extraterrestrials or, you know, just really advanced humans that used to be here a while ago and they were just, a, you know, highly advanced, considered themselves uh, of a royal bloodline, and they stay out of the light. They stay hidden in the shadows or underground and in control of everything. Uh, but it's 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 so hard to, to, to talk about some of these topics because we don't know. We don't have any evidence. We don't know. Know who's at the top if it's humans, but we can say that some of the levels of behavior are extremely psych- psychotic and not related to normal human behaviors.
1: Yeah, I believe that the the religions have been all been misinterpreted. Um, the original message has been uh, shifted, uh, changed, manipulated, infiltrated. To lose the the actual real message. I mean, if you look at Jesus's words, first off, Jesus says that he does nothing but speak in parables, right? Uh, In the book of Matthew, it says that that Jesus uh, never spoke without a parable, right? And also, Jesus never said one time in the Bible, he never refers to God. He never says God one time in the Bible. He always refers to God as my father, right? Well, who's his father? His father could be anybody, you know. He, and you know, a lot of people have put their spin and their their translation on it because they believe that he was the, the the son of God, born of a virgin birth, and all this. And uh, you know, which is completely impossible. You you can't have a uh, a child without intercourse. That's just the way. I mean, you can now with artificial insemination and and, and stuff like that, but. Uh, you know, not not back in that day that sex was different back then in the times of uh, Adam and Eve and the whole Bible. Yeah, we can get into this whole topic, but it, it's all metaphorical and it's all allegorical. It's not meant to be taken literal. It's it's only it's not a history book. Right. It's it's written in code and there's hidden messages in there and you have to be able to cipher that message. Right? And that's where the word Lucifer comes from, right? When you look up the word etymology of Lucifer, you get L-U-Cipher, right? And Lucifer is only actually mentioned in the Bible once, in the Book of Isaiah, and uh, it was actually a mistranslation from the um, from the sans- Sanskrit word uh, Morning Star, right? So it's a uh, the word Lucifer was actually put into the Bible to let people know that it's not meant to be taken literal, that there's a code, that there's a hidden meaning in there, and it needs to be ciphered. It needs to be ciphered, you know, and that's why the that whole entity and that word was even put into the Bible in the first place, you know, and it's, it's really interesting. Uh, Paul Knight Really broke the whole, this whole thing down and, and decoded the the word uh, loose cipher, and that's another thing is word etymology is so important in the way that we use our words because you know everyone knows that that words are spells, right? And when you break down the words, you get completely different meanings of the words. When you look up the the broken down version. Of words, you can actually figure out what it really means because it's been, again, that has been hidden too. And, you know, through, uh, you know, numerology too, the way that they do a lot of their rituals is through numerology. And you can look up a uh, gematria where you can actually translate words into numerology to get a deeper meaning of it too. And they've changed our language so much Chris uh, They've made it to where no one knows The real true meaning Of things and they're always adding words Every year the dictionary just gets Bigger and bigger and bigger and they add all these Freaking slang words and shit Into the dictionary too To to muddy the waters more So people have no idea What the words mean and they don't even know What they're saying when they're saying the words You know
0: Yeah 100% man uh, Now they, there's religion is is obviously become an a tool for our enslavement since uh f- for a very long time now if, for the past uh i'd say maybe even 100 years people have been changing when it comes to their religious practices and its popularity the a- the abrahamic religions Uh, It seems like the the magical spell that these Abrahamic religions held over people is starting to break, and the elites are looking for a new spell, a new grand type of religion for people. And I think that comes in through technology. I think it's already began – through social media, where they want us to go with technology, the uh, impending metaverse. And, uh, of course, the, the blind belief system of our medical culture has become another type of religious cult. But that's something a little different. They need something to get people all on board with. And it's either this technocratic type of transhuman society or it's going to be aliens i mean we've already seen the push in the mainstream and we've pushed the push from our our government and pentagon to say that aliens or something exists and we don't know what it is and they have high technology and they're a threat and they're coming in our airspace and we need to start looking into it well that could lead us in many different directions but it could also lead us to some sort of new religion because we have to worship these highly advanced beings that are going to save our planet maybe I don't know. What do you think about that aspect?
1: Yes. Um, the new religion is basically New Age, right? That, uh, there's so much proof that the CIA basically uh, created the, the whole New Age movement and that it's been infiltrated. I mean, we haven't seen any uh, you know, of the words, and, and it is really interesting how religion started to falling off, right? And how the the churches were, their congregations were lowering and lowering and lowering, and then there was this huge, huge push for you know new age uh, thoughts, ideas, and beliefs. You know, like ascension and and five D and all these uh, these new concepts that aren't actually new. They're just. Um, regurgitated from much older religions, just like how Christianity was regurgitated from much older religions. You know, the Sumerian text, ancient Egyptian, the Bible is basically just the greatest hits album of all of these much older, way older religions all compiled into one with some name changes and some name differences, right? So that's exactly what they've done again, and they've just Uh, taking all of these uh, thoughts and ideas from Buddhism, from uh, Hinduism, from uh, the Hermetic uh, Principles, and, and mangled it all up into one and created this new uh, religion of new age basically and sometimes i get uh, you know confused with uh, you know people think that my show is a new age channel and it's not a new age channel you know uh, and just because i say that I, you know i talk all things spirituality some people tend to lump me in the category of new age but that's not what i'm in i just have an open mind to any thoughts ideas and beliefs you know nothing is off limits i take everything into being a uh a possibility right uh just because i you know bring someone on my show doesn't mean that i necessarily believe every single thing that they're saying you know i just think that it's interesting and uh that i think that they have something important to say right but as far as the 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 aliens um the ETs coming i don't i i mean it's a possibility that that I don't think that they're ever going to reveal any kind of ET or any kind of alien, because I don't think that they're that they're actually here in a, uh, in a 3d physical body, right? I think that the way that you contact uh, ETs and the way that you contact aliens is through your consciousness. It's a spiritual contact. It's a uh, consciousness contact. It's not a, something physical. It's not something tangible. Now, if there are uh, physical ets and there are physical beings then they're not they're using a an avatar to shift their consciousness and put their consciousness into so that they can interact in this 3d reality you know and that avatar can be Anything. It can be, it can look like us. That's how they blend in with us. I think that there's more ETs in human avatars on the planet than there are actual crazy, uh, you know, scary looking ETs on the planet. I think that those are, are very few and they they rarely or very seldom come here? Because if they did, and they were here on a, on a 3d physical level, how, how would they handle our, our atmosphere? You know, every planet's atmosphere is completely different. They would have to have some kind of special conditions to roam around in this, uh, on the planet, right? So it's much easier for them to create a human kind of looking avatar that is sustainable on this planet and then transfer their consciousness into that avatar. And then they're able to interact with, uh, you know, beings and, and people here on this planet. I, I don't, uh, subscribe to the theory that there are actual, that there are any actual ETs from outside of our planet that are physically here on the planet, other than maybe some, uh, ETs that have already been here that's already adapted to the earth and that is kind of indigenous to the population of earth like the the inner maybe some inner earth civilizations and some reptilian earth-based reptilian beings uh you know the, that are living inside of the earth those are the only extraterrestrial but they're not really extraterrestrial they're they're terrestrial beings that's been here for a really long time I, I don't think that there's any beings from outside of our planet that is here in a 3D physical ET body because it's not sustainable.
0: Right. And I, I was kind of thinking more along the lines of that if they that if they do want us to head towards like this ET uh type of uh ruled religion that they would manufacture it that that it would be a complete fakery because you know I agree with you on many levels and I'm completely on the fence about physical ETs in general so I doubt that if we would see anything like that that it would be anything genuine and that it would be completely manufactured because and I think that that's one of the reasons why we're seeing so much talk of UFOs and UAPs from the Pentagon and from these players that they've inserted into the UFO community that are trying to get everybody to go towards a certain direction is that they may have something fake planned. I mean, Whether it's – they're already showing us the the TR-3Bs and their Tic Tacs and all the the stuff that – this is theirs. This is our equipment. This is uh, physical craft that we probably uh, engineered or reverse engineered somehow. But all the stuff that we see on a regular basis is most likely ours, and if they're showing us our stuff, it's most likely going to be our deception that's going to be alien's.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's exactly what they're doing. And that is the huge cover up and the huge deception uh, that we have on our hands is that there are no UFO extraterrestrial craft. All the craft that you see in the sky is us. It's our military and that we've had the technology for decades since the end of World War II. We've had this uh, highly advanced technology, this anti-gravity kinds of craft. I mean, there were people that were working on these uh, kinds of flying machines back in the uh, late 1800s, right? There was a group in California, I forget what the name of it, but Penny Bradley talks about it, I can't remember the name uh, off the top of my head, I might think about it here in a little bit, but we've had these kinds of craft for a really, really long time. Right. And the only way that they can release that technology and make it seem like uh, it's by making it seem like it's something it's an extraterrestrial threat. Right. If they were to just come out and be like, hey, yes, uh, all this technology is ours and we've had it for a long time. uh, There would be way too many questions. People would be like, well, how long have you had it? Why have you been keeping this from?" There would be like a revolt on their hands. Right. So, in order to release the technology, they have to make it seem like it's something that it's not. And the easiest way to do that is to blame it on an uh, an illusionary outside force. So they constantly blame it on aliens. It's a threat. It's a fear. Uh, you know, Luiz uh, Lusando is the biggest proponent of the 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 threat narrative and the the fear nav- narrative. And same with George Knapp And uh, all of these people are are constantly. It's a fear. It's a threat because. They are going to make it a threat. They're going to make it a fear thing. That's what they're. That's what they're turning it into. And it's not a uh, external attack. It's going to be an attack done by our own craft, by our own military. And uh, I tend to believe that it's it's not going to be a like a completely fake thing. That the it's going to be a real event. But the fake thing is that it's extraterrestrials right when it's not extraterrestrials it's actually us and our highly uh developed craft and that's why they they'll never show you a actual et body on any of these craft. they'll, they'll be maybe on the news they'll sh- might show you like uh you know uh, a, one of the TR3Bs or one of our reverse engineer advanced craft right but you're never going to see uh, an actual physical 3D alien because there isn't any <laughs> yeah. you know and, and they're I believe that there have been physical ETs and aliens that's come to our planet, but they don't anymore, right? Because we have our airspace locked down. The military has our airspace locked down. There isn't any real unidentified uh, crafts from outside of our planet that are allowed on to operate in our airspace unless they're permitted to. Right. And if they do come in, then they are targeted. They're shot down. They're hit with these directed energy weapons. That was a part of what happened in in Roswell was that was a get back on, uh, from the Germans. Uh, you know, we went to Antarctica uh, to, uh, you know, find the leftover Germans and they destroyed us. And uh, Richard E. Bird, uh, you know, went with his naval fleet to Antarctica and they, you know, destroyed us with their superior technology and their superior craft. And what we did was we couldn't figure out the technology. We couldn't figure out the craft. So we were like, okay, what's the next best option? Well, we'll just build a device that can shoot them out of the sky, right? We'll build some kind of directed energy weapon, some kind of frequency weapon that can just hit them out of the sky because we can't figure out how to operate it. We don't have any of the schematics to build these kinds of craft. So we'll just develop something that can destroy them. And that's what they did. Roswell was a, uh, a directed energy weapon attack in order to uh, to take down the craft. And there was more than one craft that was taken down uh during roswell and there was uh, multiple uh, two to three craft that was actually taken down but um that's basically you know what they've done and it's evolved you know from there and we've got all this uh highly advanced uh, technology that's evolved out of that and that's a big reason why all of the craft that was seen from the 50s all the way up into the late nineties were all disc shaped tin can looking craft because that was the kind of limited technology that we were working with back then. And now that our technology has developed further, we have all of these uh, different kinds of plasma craft, these morphine craft, the, the lights and all that. And then people want to equate that to uh, extraterrestrials because they've never seen it before. All, m- meanwhile, we've just been developing this since the 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 50s you know and we've created these on our own and that's a big reason too why there's all these three-letter agencies and these counterintelligence people in the community is the first thing that they do is when they get on there is they're like oh yeah the military definitely doesn't have any craft that's like this. We don't have any of those kinds of capabilities, right? And that's done right off the rip to get you on the the ET train, right? And then when when anyone starts to try and figure out that it's not extraterrestrial craft and it's not aliens that's flying around uh, in our airspace, it's actually us. They are there to bring the conversation right back to ETs, right back to extraterrestrials, because that's their their agenda, and they have to make it something outside of us that can't be explained. You can just explain it away with just saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's aliens. You know, I know I've probably sent you a few of the memes of that guy from Ancient Aliens with the, the hair, the, the flipping yeah. up hair, that he's like, I don't know what it is but it's probably definitely aliens, right? That's their that's their explanation around anything that's unexplainable that's happening. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, it's aliens, you know, because they don't have to explain it any further.
0: Yeah, man, there is definitely some shenanigans at foot when it comes to the ET agendas. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to tell you in the audience something that I don't think I've ever told anyone in my life before, and this happened when I was... Uh, Think, man, it was my first year of junior high or something like that, and I was going to a, a Christian school. Uh, my parents sent me to a Christian and Catholic uh, elementary school, and then they started me in a. Christian uh, junior high school. Well, I couldn't take it anymore after that. I went to a public uh, high school after that because it was just. I saw the brainwashing. I just couldn't, you know, uh, articulate what was happening. I didn't know at the time. I was too young. Well, I can see everything now, and man, the brainwashing was crazy. At uh, even at some of these uh, private Christian and Catholic schools, when it came to religious indoctrination. Uh, now, one of the things that creeped me out the most that I've ever been creeped out in my life was d- during junior high. I think it was maybe ninth grade. They were at this Christian school. It was a very small school, by the way. Uh, they were showing these videos of uh, end times videos. And I, don't, I wish I would have known the title of this video. I wish I would have known who put this motherfucker out because I'd be showing everybody right now. And I'd be going, look at that shit. So... What it was was basically an end time scenario. That whatever whoever put this video, they mapped out everything. And when 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 I saw this, uh, this was in about 1993 or 94. When I saw this video, they were showing scenes uh, like apocalyptic scenes of how the apocalypse in the Book of Revelation would play out in reality. And it's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the kind of fake uh, uh, portrayal of disease and plague in the media. They showed that. They showed fake UFOs that are staged by our government. They showed that. And this is like a cheesy video where they had cheesy actors and they just kind of mashed these scenes of uh, stock footage together. But still, somebody put this video together back in the day. Somebody had an idea that there's this kind of revelations type of playbook that is to be – Kind of unfolding in the future, and first of all, I want to know who made that video. I wish I could go back to the school and ask them about it. Uh, but that was in South Louisiana. It was a small Christian school, and it was crazy. But that's not the only video I've seen like that. Probably come from you know some uh, corporate Christian bookstore or something like that that puts out these uh, these videos. But you know, it makes you think that there's some type of playbook or kind of agenda that they're going off of that is uh, even time-based, that's based on astrology because we've seen all these events happen at a certain astrological time. And I think that's another huge aspect that needs to be looked at too, what's happening astrologically. But I had to tell that story because that's that's one of the craziest things that's happened in my childhood that kind of pointed to the future that we're headed to uh, in a cheesy Christian video.
1: That's really interesting. And... I went to a, a private Christian school as well. And when you're saying that I'm trying to rack my brain to see if uh, I went there from the sixth grade and I actually graduated from there and uh, I'm trying to rack my brain to see if there was anything weird that, that they were kind of showing us. But I, I think that it's interesting that, that it's from the, the the Christian side from the Abrahamic side of it, that that's because re- on one hand, you know, there. They have some things right. It's just that they, that they they're so locked into this this Jesus thing and the, and the God thing that that skews their perception. Like they're they're like, oh yeah, the rapture. Like the rapture is like the the biggest thing that Christians always look to. That that God's going to come down and and Jesus is going to come down and and save us and rapture us up in, in the end times and i don't think that that's possible i don't think that that's ever going to happen i mean I, you know have we ever seen a, a snake un, unraveling from a tree have we ever seen anybody you know parting uh, seas have we seen a, a staff you know turn turn into a snake but i tell you what we do see is we see uh cgi effects right like they're doing that uh you know on our devices. They're doing that on our TV. And that's another way that, that it can be explained. I, I do believe that you know some things in the Bible are like a, a, a prophecy kind of book. But it again it's in code and it's and it's written not how it's actually really going to play out. And it's just going to be a uh, a different version of it for like it's going to be like a modernized kind of version. But my thoughts always been what if there is a, a group or a, a group of entities behind the scenes that's purposefully making these, uh, the, the kind of the, the Bible happen, right? That they're actually out, out there tinkering with things uh, to make the book of Revelations kind of happen in their own way, right? And, and then that's really what they're trying to do. And they're trying, it might not be that they even believe in, uh, you know, uh, you know, the stuff or they believe in God or they believe in Jesus. And some groups could be doing that just to see if Jesus will come back. Right. Or something like that. You never know what these loony bin psychopaths are doing, but that's always been kind of a thought that's been in the back of my head is what if there's a group behind the scenes is kind of making these things, uh, kind of happen in order, uh, to kind of reveal, the, the uh, book of Revelations, and then that's what's kind of got everyone in an uproar. You know, we haven't seen, uh, you know, this is the biggest uh, Christianity and, uh, you know, God and Jesus praying people have been in the past 30 years was in 2020. You know what I mean? Everyone kind of jumped uh, back to uh, Christianity and the people that, you know, were into Christianity even uh, before that were, went headfirst into it. You know, and uh, but I think that it's uh, that would be really cool to try and find that uh, that video. But it was probably one that was um, made on a VHS because I'm sure it was on a, a VHS uh, player, and you probably wouldn't be able to find it anywhere. But that would be really, really. And you said that they had the the, the fake alien invasion. Man, they, in had, they
0: had fake alien invasion. They had a pandemic. I don't know if they were alluding that it was causing, but they, they alluded that the aliens were caused by our government. Uh, they had people dying in the streets. They have wars and, of course, rumors of war uh, all over the place. Uh, and it was it and strange technological advancements that were causing problems for people. Like, it was an hour long video of what we would experience during the end times. And yeah, it had poor uh, production value and it was a lot of mismatched stock footage and horrible acting but it had an effect on me back then because i was like wow uh you know that if that happens that's gonna be crazy and then i start to see all this stuff kind of unfold from what i saw (laughs) in a video in the ninth grade from this christian school it's like damn man somebody knows fucking something they need to start talking right now
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's really cool that, that you were able to see that and actually remember it you know and and it stick with you I mean that could have been a, a huge uh you know reason why you kind of got into this uh in the first place was kind of seeing that video Well, you know Maybe i you think, that think that
0: this was a common thing there. i think that the, they have these videos still today you could probably find some of these videos i think that it's all just like you know what hollywood and the media shows us through movies it's all in our consciousness already i think we already know what's going to unfold on some level of our deep down consciousness i think that as a collective we kind of even cause some of these things to happen it's like a an, a giant infinite cycle and, uh, and and it's like we are we are are living in this infinity symbol of this looping reality. And we probably on some level already knew this was happening. And we kind of channel that or get that from the Akashic records or the ether or wherever we're pulling this information from. And we use it for Hollywood. We use it for art. We use it as prophecy. We use it to kind of show ourselves, look, this is going to happen. We know this already. I don't know how we know it, but we know it. And that's what I think happens oftentimes.
1: Yeah, I agree that everything is out there. It's all in an information data field. I mean, everything is uh, data. If you subscribe to that, we're in a, a holographic simulated reality, then all this is going to be made up of, of numbers, right? It's all going to be ones and zeros, right? So if you're able to tap in um, to that uh, data field, then you would be able to pull in any kind of information from the past. You'd be able to pull in information from the present, and information from the future. And I have to agree with you that I think that that's why some of these, some people that have had these kinds of uh, prophecies and are able to put together these very elaborate, uh, elaborate events and uh, elaborate things. I mean, there's some that are really down to detail, like the, the movie um, about the, the whole virus thing. I can't remember what the name of it was called. It came out in 2013 contagion contagion hit everything all of it it hit the the riots it hit the virus it hit the the vaccine you know and that was in 2013 now i don't know if that's more of a you know something that was being fed to the director and the producers of the movie from you know a higher level uh you know thing but I do think a lot of it is, you know, from our thoughts and us uh, speculating out out in the world and, and, you know, doing things based off of what we've kind of seen before in the natural progression of things and and common sense and critical thinking on the way that that things, you know, can go. Because some people have gotten a lot of things wrong and, and some people have gotten a lot of things right. You know, it's just uh, and people, you know, they still put it out. You know, but I think that it's, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of things wrong too. Like I had a whole, uh, I had a whole video made of um, uh, that I never released, and I'm glad that I didn't. That uh, that I thought that <clears throat> they were going to eliminate Biden right right off the jump before the election in 2020, and then they were going to put uh, Michelle Obama in there with kamala harris and it was going to be a a dynamic duo of women a power couple women and get some you know uh lesbian action going on (laughs) you know know, who knows but uh i'm glad i didn't put that video out but i believed it at the time you know i was like this seems plausible you know they could probably do this they could eliminate biden right off the rip Uh, shoehorn in Michelle Obama and that would just create the division and the separation even more because at that time in 2020 it was all you know Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter even though Kamala Harris isn't even Black you know she's Persian and Jamaican you know so it's uh I thought that they could do and put that in there and then you know and you know create the division even more but what I've realized is anything that is super extreme it's probably not going to happen. It's more, it's more subtle actions and it's more subtly done. It's covertly done. You know, anything that's uh, crazy and wild, like was all talked about the arrest and all the Q stuff that they're taking these people to Guantanamo and doing all this crazy stuff. And Trump is the savior and all that. Like I, I never bought into any of that. You know, I was like, no, not, there's no way that's going to happen. They still have to make it believable and, and make it real. So it's more it's more covert actions and it's a slow drip drip process like we're seeing right now with the supply chain stuff and the slow demise of our economy and the slow destruction of the imploding dollar. You know, and then it's just going to come to a head and it's eventually going to explode. But the explosion can't come until it's reached uh, such a point that it can't be ignored anymore, you know. And uh, I think that that's what's going to happen. So,
0: yeah, uh, it is it is a slow boil kind of thing. It's frustrating in many ways, but also, on the other hand, it happened a lot quicker in many ways than I thought we would ever see so it's it's a double edged sword we're, we're looking at right now and I think we're in a very critical time that we're about to enter and you're right man I remember back in 2016-17 I thought the planet was going to end because Planet X was about to, to hit us and blow us up so things change things change you got to keep an open mind when it comes to some of this stuff but uh, yeah you know maybe Planet X would have been a better option than, than what we're going through right now I don't know it would have been quicker Maybe, uh, maybe we still have Planet X to come. Who knows? It's always. It's, I'm always open to, to cataclysms. You know, I'm always welcoming. They can they can always come. Uh, but uh, what do you think we should uh, we should tell the audience closing out uh, to give them a little maybe hope and for people that are. Like we said earlier, just waking up to some of this stuff this has got to be awful time for' them. a lot of uh a lot of things to consider, a lot of research to start doing but uh what would you tell people that are just kind of coming around to this? Maybe they're just hearing this video for the for the, uh and their for the first time in their awakening process and uh maybe uh offer some uh some solutions for um getting out of the, this matrix reality that, uh, that most people are plugged into?
1: Well, unfortunately things, uh, certain things have to happen in this, uh, 3d physical reality in order to sustain it, right? You can't just get rid of the bad and, and expect there just to be only love and light and peace. That's not the way that our reality works. It doesn't work on that level. Right. And, that's the biggest thing to to really realize, and when you realize that that certain things have to happen here, uh, then you realize that it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Okay? That that this whole thing is is a game, and we're being played. Right? We're being played on a huge, huge uh, scale, and. <clears throat> Once you realize that none of it matters on higher levels of dimensions and once you die and once you get out of here, then uh, you can go someplace else if you've taken care of your your issues and your problems and you've taken care of your traumas and you've gotten rid of uh, all of your baggage and all the things that's been holding you down for a long time. You can have the choice not to come back here and you can go someplace better, you know, and not worry about anything. Things are going to happen the way that they're going to happen. There's really nothing that we can do about it but take care of ourselves and worry about ourselves. You know, that's the, uh, and that sounds selfish, but that's really the the way that it goes. It's kind of like what I was uh, alluding to earlier, right? The dark side tests you and see if you are going to help somebody else before you help yourself. Right? And this might be backwards to some people. Cause some people think that you should help others before you help yourself, but that's the inversion. You should be helping yourself before you help anybody else. Right. And that's what they're looking for. They're seeing if you are going to sacrifice yourself to, to help somebody that, uh, that you are going to go down with them. Right. It's like, Jumping into a uh, a river or a pond or the ocean, and you can't swim, in order to try and help somebody else that can't swim, right? If you do that, then you're both going to die. You're both going to drown, right? So you don't get involved in other people's business, right? Like you stay in your own lane, and you and you do. Your own thing. It's like if you're sitting in a classroom, right? It's like knowing your place in the world, right? And knowing when to say something, when not to say something, when to do something, when not to do something, because it's not always your place to do something, right? <clears throat> it's like if you're sitting in a classroom, uh, you're in college, let's just say you're in high school, right? You're in high school, you're sitting with all of your other classmates in a, in a classroom, and you're sitting there. And the, uh, the, the teacher doesn't show up, right? Teacher doesn't come. What do you do, right? Are you going to stand up and start teaching that class? No, you're not, because that's not your place. You know, that's not your role. That's not what you do. You're not the teacher. So why would you act like you're the teacher? You can't feel, fill his role. You know, so it's really about knowing your place, knowing when to say something, knowing when to do something, and knowing when not to. That's the best advice that I can really give anyone that was given to me uh, that has served me well and and served me the best in in my life is, is just to know your place and don't get involved with other people and don't, Go out of your way to uh, <clears throat> to help other people, you know, like that. Like if it's something that is uh, easily done and that is uh, no that does not put you out of the way of doing, then obviously do it. But don't go out of your way to put yourself through stress, fear, and worry to uh, do something for someone else, you know, and that might catch, uh, some people off guard. And I hope that I'm not being, uh, you, people aren't getting my words, uh, confused here because it is a difficult thing to explain, uh, and, and really get it across in the, the proper way, but basically just stay in your lane, do your own thing. Don't worry about what other people are doing. And, uh, just take care of yourself, and everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to work out. All the other worldly stuff just falls away, right? And that doesn't mean that you can't talk about it. You know, we've been talking about it for almost an hour and a half here tonight. You know, because I I think that it's that it's fun, and I like talking about it. You know, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't mean that I'm in fear, and that doesn't mean that that um, I think that the world is is ending, and, and that I'm going to die tomorrow, and all these things are going to happen next week. They're not, you know, it's not going to, to happen like that. You know, I just like talking about it because I, I think that it's interesting and I, I'm not scared. I'm not worried about it. Bring on whatever, whatever they got, you know, who cares? You know, this life is, is, is limited anyway. We're in a very limited reality with everything that we have around us. You know, I'm, whatever happens happens i'm actually excited for it bring on the apocalypse let's let's get it going i'm right i'm tired of this slow burn nonsense bullshit you know let's just get to the end and let's build something better uh for everyone let's figure out a new way let's figure out a, a new system that's beneficial for all of humanity and let's let's do it soon you know
0: right on man right on. yeah uh you know, there's 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 a lot of that 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 i do agree with um you know, as as far as when it comes to, you know, helping others, there's this is a, a kind of sliding scale type thing that uh, I think you should take on an individual basis, of course, uh, but I, I think, number one, you're right, overall you should take care of yourself first before you should even attempt to help anyone else do anything because if you're not on a solid foundation, you're not on a solid ground yourself, there's nothing you can offer anyone else to begin with. Um, so, there, you know, this is something that I think needs to be you know taken in on for each of course each into indi- each person's individual basis to to what benefits them in their own lives and what they feel is important in their own spiritual growth. Uh, You know, if it, if they feel that they, that in helping someone, it could help themselves grow spiritually, you know, that I think is, is, is something that's, that's good. Um, But no, in no way, I think that you should avoid traps. I think there are certain people on this planet that are here to trap you in certain aspects uh, because they are in no way ready to help themselves in their lives. So they latch on to you or a certain person to to try and bring them to a certain level and get them to to uh, to a certain uh, point in their lives where they feel better about things and they're evolved, but they're more of a parasite to to people. And I think that's where you have to avoid. That's what you have to. Be careful of is traps and spiritual traps and emotional traps and relationship traps. Just people that don't serve you. Uh, if you're not getting any kind of beneficial, mutual kind of exchange of energy from the people you're involved with in your life, I don't think there should be any involve, involvement anyway. any uh, You know, I think we have to be careful of who we put into our lives these days. And if, you know, no matter what, if we make the choice to bring someone into our lives... Have as equal of exchange as energy between people as possible, and uh, you know, just do what you feel. Would be best for you, but not only that. Do what you would do unto others, you know, just that that type of deal. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a hard conversation when it gets into a lot of these spiritual answers and a lot of these philosophical things that we talk about, and it pisses people off because they have no understanding of what they really want from their own spiritual side, what they are their own spiritual understanding, and they haven't gotten there yet. And the, what we discuss here on these shows. These are all just – that's that's it. We're discussing things. We're putting forward ideas because if these ideas aren't put forward, no one will. They're just going to sit in the ether waiting for something to pop into someone else's head. Well, they popped into our heads today, and we're discussing them just like we're supposed to be doing because that's our journey here. We, our journey is to get in front of here and tell people what our truth is and our feelings and they can do with it and take it and do with it what they want and that's the equal exchange that we provide for the audience is information and they can either take it or leave it or hate it or, or love it uh, but that's what we do we provide it and that's all we can do and it's not ever going to be right or wrong for certain people it may be but for us it's just our truth and that's what we're here to do is tell our truth and we're always going to get up here and tell our truth because I think that's that's definitely my job for this uh, for this portion of my uh, existence on this incarnation on this planet uh, is to provide my truth and help other peoples to provide theirs uh, and bring a voice to to the masses. So yeah, I think that uh, we're living in very crucial crucial times, and we've got uh, we got a lot to look forward to. Uh, I'm am d- excited too, man. I think we got uh, we got some fun times ahead.
1: Yeah, I don't mean uh, don't uh, you know uh, don't do stuff for your friends and, and don't do stuff for your your family. Obviously, you need to to do that right or you're you're not going to have any friends or you're not going to have any family or that you might but they're not going to like you very much, right? Uh, I'm saying like in a in a worldly in a worldly fashion, like don't go out of your way to uh to like help people. And again, that doesn't mean don't hold the door open for somebody that's walking into a gas station or walking into a grocery store or do doing simple common courteous things right it just means like
0: don't make make your your life 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 worse trying to help someone else out
1: exactly that's exactly what i'm trying to say thank you chris appreciate it a lot um i was having trouble with my words there but exactly don't uh, make your situation worse trying to help somebody else out because it doesn't serve either of you it just makes things worse for the both of you you know And, and then people if you know, tend to think, oh, well, why didn't this work out? Why didn't I, I do did blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, you know, that that's uh, because you weren't, uh, you, were, you weren't ready to be able to, uh, you know, do the thing that was required of you, you know, and that's where the problems and everything occur. But yeah, uh, I think that that's, uh, I agree with you 100% that, you know, the, these are just thoughts, ideas, and beliefs that, that we that we have, and if people if people can take it as, as they want, right? There's no reason to get in an uproar, or get angry, or get triggered by anything that we say, right? It's just a, an open way that we can communicate and try and share our uh, thoughts, ideas, and beliefs, and it doesn't mean that that we're necessarily right. I'll be the first person to tell you that I'm wrong, and I'll come out and say, "Oh, hey." sorry, I'm wrong, right? That's the honorable and ethical and moral thing to do. And we've gotten into this trap of not admitting whenever we do something, right? And I'm always the first person to say that if I've done something, that, that I've done it, right? In my personal relationships, with my, uh, you know, friendships, with my, my family. And I wasn't always like that, but there, there, it doesn't get you anywhere not being, honest and telling people straightforward and telling people exactly how it is. It just creates more cover-ups and more problems. And then it just ends up coming out later on. And then you have to cover up your tracks and deny it. And then it creates this whole reality of never taking responsibility for anything in your life, right? It starts at a small macro level on an individual level, and then it expands out and they think, oh, well, I got away with it with my friend then i'll be able to get away with it at my business right i'll be able to get away with it at my job and then i'll be able to get away with it with my family and then it just snowballs into this whole reality that we've been living for several years that is that we've created on our own that's fake as shit you know and no one can seem to get out of but they were the ones that created it from the very start, from the very beginning. See, all this has everything to do with us. It doesn't have anything to do with any outside manipulation. Yeah, there might be some outside manipulation that's going on, right? But the majority of it is us doing it to ourselves. It's exactly what it is. It's our fault. It's our responsibility. And it's the lack of us taking responsibility and the lack of us uh, not having the willingness to change and evolve and lacking in our morals, lacking in our honor, lacking in our respect. You know, that's been yeah. the whole problem from the very beginning.
0: A hundred percent, man. We've been trying to um, correct mistakes with more mistakes on top of mistakes. And sometimes we just need a reset and it's time for a reboot. And that's what we're headed towards, man. That's what we're seeing right now. We're in the process of rebooting. So hang on to your pants. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, but uh, I, hope, I hope you're ready. Uh, I'm ready. Whatever happens, just bring it on like you said. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on tight and grip my teeth and uh, maybe show my nipples a little bit. I don't know. All right, rider, Let everyone know where they can find all your stuff.
1: You can find me on Rockfin at Raised by Giants. I recently got that channel. I upload a premium content episode every week, once a week. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube where I upload there twice a week, once on Tuesdays and once on Fridays, and everywhere else that uh, podcasts are served. And thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you a lot. I appreciate all the work that you're doing. You're the hardest working uh, podcaster in this uh, industry. And I appreciate everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it very much. Always a great conversation and we'll definitely do it again soon. And until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. See all y'all then.